Hello, I'm Philip. And I'm Phoebe. Welcome to Dad. And Daughter Do Death. Here we are, Phoebe. Episode five. Episode five. <laughs> Halfway to ten. <laughs> Halfway to ten. <laughs> Do you think we'll get there? I don't know. Let's see if lockdown ends before we get to uh, our tenth episode. We've got about five weeks left, haven't we? Five, six weeks left of lockdown. So yeah. we should we should get to ten before April the twelfth. Yeah. If it if things open up as we hope. <laughs> If we get deluged with the requests to keep going, then that then maybe we can keep going. Yeah. From our what nine listeners is it we think we've got? Uh, we've had eighteen individual devices listen to okay. them, averaging out at about five. So, <laughs> hello to the five of you. <laughs> yes, so thank you very much for listening to us. I hope you're finding it interesting, and in particular, we need to say a big hello to our number one fan, Marianne. Hi, Marianne. And Marianne, listening all the way over there in Wisconsin. Yeah, all the way over there in the States. I'm really glad that you're enjoying it and uh, that you feel you're here with us. And uh, yeah, I asked her to see if there's any any that she wants us to do. So okay. she's going to yeah. have a think about that. So European. European, yeah. European. Said, yeah, English and European yeah. ones. So. That would yes. be good. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, there's enough, uh, enough American... There True are. crime out there. There was a new series that started this week. I don't know if you saw it on, I can't remember if it was ID or CI. It's called Exhumed. No. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah, it's on this brand new series. So series one, episode one was on Ooh. Tuesday night, I think, 10 o'clock. Have a look at so that. I'll put did it you, on to record. Did you see any of that one that was on BBC Two about um, like crime scene investigators? But the one that we saw was in Birmingham. I don't know if more, we only watched one of them, but it was like... Um, crime scene people going to look at the crime scene and it was a guy who'd murdered his wife and his next door neighbor oh, okay. and they were like looking at all and he, then he rang the police and hung and hung himself handed himself in he didn't hang himself handed himself in um and they were looking at kind of the crime scene and trying to work out like how she died and whether it was planned or whether it was an accident and stuff looking at the crime scene it was really interesting okay Pretty, I don't know if I saw it was that. so real oh gosh i can't remember so, if i've seen that or not but what I did see um, was the television um, adaptation of the story of Jane Andrews. It was on Wednesday night, I think, and I uh, watched it last night. Skipped was it good? Bit. Yeah, it was. It was pretty much identical to the story that you told. That's good. I was a little um, bit worried that I <laughs> got it completely wrong, so I was no, a bit dubious to watch it. No, but... and there was a lot of footage of her and mm. with her oh, being that's cool. with... Uh, Sarah Ferguson and, and all that, and um, nice. That's yeah, cool. it was yeah, nice. It was, it was interesting stuff. I started trying to watch. Well, I got nearly all the way through the um, uh, Cecil Hotel thing about Elisa Lamb, but I gave up with it because ah, okay. so sensational. I think, and it was just obviously a really sad case of somebody who had some real serious mental health issues, wasn't it? But I think, and yeah, it was the place that it was. And I couldn't believe that they got away with basically rebranding up that awful hotel and then selling it to people as this really cool swanky place in downtown LA. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, really sad. Not a great series. Would, would not recommend. <laughs> no. Oh, what was it called? 
that was the thing on Netflix. It was, wasn't it was on it? Netflix, yeah. Yeah, I remember being a bit. Ugh. I think the most interesting thing about it was when they're talking about um, the Night Stalker and the fact that he just like go in downstairs and take off all his bloody clothes and throw them away and just go back to his room and no one bite an eyelid. Yeah. And when they were talking to the people, they were like drinking the water that tasted funny because oh, it obviously had a dead body in it. Mm. Nice. Yeah, I stuck with it because I wanted to get to the end of it, but it it, it wasn't. Uh... No. No. Great. But, but I did finish. Um, I, I listened to all of the Mommy Doomsday p- podcast, um, which was really good. I didn't actually learn anything I didn't know, but um, I like that guy's delivery. Is it Keith? Ah, is it Keith? It's the guy from Dateline. Is it Keith oh, okay. Andrews, I think he is. I love a Dateline podcast because I just <laughs> get in crack on. Um, but that was that was a good listen. If you don't know anything about the Laurie Vallow case, it's a really good summary of everything right. that um, happened there. Okay. And okay. I talk about it was Wisconsin. I listened to a great one about Ed Gein earlier. And um, yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> um, all of the... Um, so he, he only really... He was only convicted of killing two people, but when they went into his house um i think it was in the 50s they found all of these um things that he'd made out of people that he dug up from the local cemetery you've uh you've you've read my mind or something because this story that i'm going to tell you tonight makes reference to again no way yeah. oh, what a great little uh, <laughs> little transition there <laughs> yeah and that was completely unplanned yeah but... i have no idea what you're talking about tonight no you don't so I wasn't going to mention him, but uh, it does come up in in um, just because of some similarities that we're going oh, to find out go. about. So, uh, so I'm going back to our uh, our our fan in Wisconsin, yeah. our listener, our listener, yeah. our listener in Wisconsin, um, who we know is of Polish descent. Mm-hmm. This particular crime, this particular murder, is actually set in Poland. There you go. And it is, in actual fact, still an active investigation. Oh, that's interesting. Even though it happened in 1998. Let's solve it. So uh, <laughs> I'm not sure we're going to do that. But, um, yeah, it's pretty gruesome. I'll give you that warning now. Cool. Um, there will be some pictures on our Instagram page. Uh, but be warned, they're... Um, Okay. One or two of them are pretty disgusting. Um, and I, I looked will... at the Ed Gein photos earlier, so I'm oh, okay. <laughs> mentally, I think, to uh, <laughs> right. look at these things. <laughs> and, and, uh, and I'll send the photos to you as we go, okay. so that you can uh, so you can see. So, yeah, so this is still an active investigation. It's uh, It happened in 1998, set in Poland, and it concerns a young lady called Katarzyna Zawada. Katarzyna was a 23-year-old young lady. She was studying religious studies at the University of Krakow. She'd had a bit of a troubled life up to this point. Um, Her father had actually died in 1996, only two years previously. So she was like early 20s, 2021 when he died. And she'd had some really bad depression as a result of that. She was very withdrawn she was a sort of a sad person, pleasant, always thought of as a bigger, a pleasant young lady, but she didn't seem to mix much. She didn't have much in the way of a social life. Uh, while she was at uh, the university, she tried two other subjects. She started off studying psychology, then she switched to history, or like one mm-hmm. term, one semester. 
And then she uh, switched finally to religious studies, mm-hmm. which is what she was studying. And she did have um, a history of, as I say, depression, what we'd refer to these days, I suppose, as mental health issues. And on the 12th of November 1998, she was due to meet her mother at a psychiatric hospital for, a, for an appointment. Okay. So I, I guess she'd been at, at university in, during the day or at the, in the morning or whatever, and she was due to meet her mother and she didn't turn up and she didn't come home and there was no mm-hmm. sign of her. Uh, now she had previously tried to commit suicide, which uh, a failed attempt, and that's why she was having this treatment. And so her mother was naturally very worried and she went to the police to try and report her as a missing person. But they basically told her that it was too early to report oh. her and for her just to wait and she'll probably come back. And if she's got a few problems with depression or whatever, she might have taken herself somewhere. God. And yeah. So probably I think more that, reason to look for her. Well, yeah, different times. I mean, I know it was only... It's not that long ago, 20... Well, I know, but just going back to what we were saying about the uh, Jane Andrews case, how how attitudes have changed in the 20 years since then. Um, You know, they were saying that in her case, she may not have been um, found guilty of murder if she was um, tried today because of... Well, I know that's a... That's a debate that her friends have put forward, but mm. uh, different times, different attitudes. That's true. Um, yeah, because she might have been able to claim coercive behaviour by by a boyfriend. Although, I mean, we diver- <laughs> we digress here, but <laughs> but um, yeah, they're claiming that she might have been coerced. But when you look at the evidence and things, There's and look really at her history, evidence, no, her, her history says it all. Really. Mm. So, Anyway, so Katazina's gone missing. Her mother's tried to report her to the police. They've told her, don't worry, it's too early to report her yet. Go home, I'm sure she'll turn up. But of course, she didn't. Yep. Two months later, well, six weeks, if that really, yeah, six, about six weeks later, on 6th of January, 1999, the crew of a tugboat called the Elk, that was working on the river Vistula, mm-hmm. realised they got something caught around their propeller. Oh, God. In the river. <laughs> so they uh, they did what they had to do. They sort of got their pole and fished around the propellers and things. And, and they pulled out of the water, which they thought was just like some plastic or a sack or something. Okay. They realised that it stank really Ooh. badly. And... Uh, Whatever it was, wasn't very nice. And they sort of fished it out and they put it on the deck of the boat. And they realised that part of this, what they'd fished out, they've got a human ear as part of it. Oh, no. Yeah. So what they uh, what they did was they reported it, obviously. It was the police took it to a lab mm-hmm. and it was identified as being human skin. Oh, the whole thing? Well, partial. Okay. Partial human skin. Um, They did DNA tests on it, and it came back as, yeah, this was Katazina's skin. And it was thought to have been in the water for about two to three weeks. Okay. Um, About a week later, uh, floating amongst some other debris near a hydroelectric dam was her leg. (laughs) 
Okay. Just one leg. I can't remember which one it was now, but yep. And there were some bits of clothes there, just shreds of her jeans and a flannel shirt that she'd been wearing on the day. So Katarzyna's skin had been cut off her body really quite carefully from her thighs. So um, if you can imagine a line sort of across the like where shorts might come to or high shorts might come to. So from that point upwards, so like the tops of her legs, all of her torso and one side, her left side of her neck and, and face. Okay. So the arms, there was no sign of any arms. Right. They'd, they'd gone. There's no skin belonging to the arms. Um, as I say, only the one side of the face was still present. Um, and the area around her nipples had been cut out. Okay. Um, after this evidence had been examined and what have you, the police and the specialists deduce that this has probably at some point been turned into a, a suit of skin that oh might God. might have been worn by, by the oh murderer. No. Yeah. So the book that I've first saw this story, Horrifying True Crime Stories by Danielle Tining, she uh, was reminded of Ed Gein, who you just mentioned, who who tries to create a woman's suit from human skin. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like In a corset case... with like full on boobs on it. Right. Was it? Yeah. I, I saw was... the picture of it earlier. <laughs> it's pretty gross. But he must, he had some sewing skills. <laughs> Handy. Yeah. <laughs> and this, this author claims that uh, it was possible that the skin might have been removed from Katazina while she was still alive. Oh, um, or certainly, to- <laughs> yes, <laughs> certainly tortured uh, by a lot of cuts and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. So she wouldn't have been alive for much longer after it happened. Mm-hmm. I don't think they really have any idea as to when that actually happened. Yeah, but clearly, sometime between the twelfth of November and two or three weeks before the six. So, yeah, Christmas-ish. yeah, Christmasish between twelfth of November and Christmasish. Phoebe, I've just sent you some photos. Okay. And these are the ones that we'll put on our Instagram page. Okay. Shall I look at them? Have a look at them. Okay. So we've so got the, a person. So the first first picture, that is Katazina. Katazina. Yeah. Okay. The second picture is what the boatman dragged out of oh. the dragged out of the river. That was tied, caught around their propeller, and they sort of just dumped it on the deck of the boat. Yeah, it just looks like like a almost like a life jacket, just like some singing (laughs) wasted. (laughs) Yeah, I mean it's remarkable looking at that picture that they actually managed to get any forensic evidence from it at all. What's the the black bit? I don't know if that's just something that came out okay. of the river with it. I, I don't know. It's, uh, okay. The third picture yeah. uh, is, as you'll see, is in two halves. I'm not sure if the part on the left is actually a photograph of what they managed to sort of reconstruct wow, from it okay. or not. But the part on the right is a diagram. Actually, it's, okay. it's more than shorts, isn't it? It's more like a bikini, yeah. really. It's a bit like a... Uh, a swimming suit, really, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, a, a full yeah, or like a suit. like a um, like a, yeah, like a leotard. 
yeah. So, yeah. Yes, leotides sort of shape. Although in like the diagram, neck. it doesn't go up. The I think you can see in the picture on the left. Yeah, it goes, a her bit face that goes a bit. up and you can't actually see the ear. But, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I reckon that one on the left is like actually it because it's got one of those tape. Those like. Yeah, I wondered. Things, hasn't it? I wondered. Oh. Pretty gross. That is gross. 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 Yeah. If you haven't got Instagram and you want to see the pictures, <laughs> let us know. Let we'll us know. <laughs> Email us at uh, dadanddaughterdodeath at gmail.com or if you know us personally, send us a message. <laughs> I think they all know us personally. <laughs> but if you don't, feel free to email our email address. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, that's grim. It is grim. Poor lady. Now, the police try to investigate, and they don't really get very far. Um, as well, it's, it's becoming pretty obvious that they just didn't give it much okay. much focus at all, um, for whatever reason, whether it was because they'd already written her off because of her mental health problems, or whether they were just incompetent, I don't know. But they'd already lost a lot of time where perhaps they could have... Uh, I'm pretty sure that wasn't suicide, though. Pretty sure it wasn't you suicide. Put your own skin off yeah. Suicide, yeah. yeah. Um, and in fact, the reason that it is still an active investigation is that there is not an awful lot of evidence that can be used to convict anyone, but we'll 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 come to that. But in May 1999, so just a bit later, off police arrested a man who we'll call Vladimir, because that's Vladimir. the only name I've got for him. Okay. <laughs> pretty eastern european name yes well he actually came from russia he was he was russian but he was living in in poland an elderly man who turned out to be vladimir's granddad had called the police to say that his son so vladimir's dad or this Mm -hmm. elderly man's son had been killed and the killer was the grandson the scalp of the father was found with the body, which in turn was hanging, or most of it was hanging up in the cellar. The actual head, though, was outside in the back garden, in the backyard. Okay. Then the scalp had been sewn into a, a mask. Oh, God. Yeah. And it's speculated that Vladimir had been wearing this mask and his father's clothes for this for this day mm. to sort of fool his elderly grandfather who couldn't see very well to make him think that it was his oh my god his son. anyway they arrested him and uh charged him with well murder of his father and all the rest of it and i think mm-hmm. he was given a sentence of around about 25 years okay but he was actually sent back to russia to right. serve that time uh, and he'll actually be due for release in 2024 so not very long now. to go <laughs> wow. no they couldn't find any link at all between him and katazina though okay so they they didn't pursue that as a possible fair enough line. but it's just weird that you know within yeah. a few months there were like two horrific murders in krakow which involved skinning people and <laughs> doing things with their skin Maybe it's maybe. just like a thing. <laughs> I was just going to say, maybe it is a thing, and you know, especially with Ed 
Well, um, apparently Ed Gein got a lot of his inspiration from this woman who um, worked at Auschwitz, I think it was, or definitely one of the concentration camps and what they were doing with kind of Jewish skin. Right. And, uh, Auschwitz is only just outside Krakow, Actually, isn't it? that is true. So, um, there's definitely somewhere that you can see some of Ed Gein's stuff on display. I can't remember where it is. There's a museum somewhere. I think it's in America somewhere um, where you can see some of the, okay. his creations. <laughs> Very nice, <laughs> if you like that sort of thing. Mm. But, uh, I don't really yeah. want a lamp made from skin or no, I mean, a belt was, made from nipples. That was a thing, wasn't it? In um, yeah, in well, in yeah, Nazi Germany. Yeah, I'm going to say all well, the yeah. experiments they did, uh, mm -hmm. lampshades made of skin and things like that. Yeah, yeah, horrendous. Anyway, the case went cold. They didn't have any other suspects. Uh, and, but in 2012, Krakow police started up a cold case unit and um, they decided that this was a murder that they wanted to re reinvestigate. That's good. So, not that there was much of her left, but they did actually exhume her remains, oh, which wow. was basically that lump of skin and the leg. Wow. And that's all they had of her. Oh, God. Yeah. So they never found her head? Never found her head, never found her arms, never found her other leg, okay. never found her actual bits, body. Like, <laughs> like organs and stuff. Right, okay. No, just the skin and one leg. So yeah, 2012, cold case unit decided to exhume her body to, uh, what, well, to, to exhume her remains, what's left of them, uh, to try and investigate a little bit further what might have happened to her. So experts from what they what they refer to as the 3D expertise labs at Wrocław University, Wrocław okay. Medical University, they created a 3D model of the skin. I don't think okay. I've got a picture of that as such. We've just got that diagram that was mm. uh, in those photographs. But from it, and and I don't know if they actually did sort of use the skin and put it on some sort of mannequin or filled filled it out somehow so they could see what it would look like or whether they digitally recreated it. I, I don't know. I haven't been able to find anything about that. But uh, from what they managed to recreate, they, they realised that the attacker had used a very sharp tool mm -hmm. to cut her probably while she was still alive to start cutting her, oh. probably in the area of the neck, the groin, the armpit, and as a result of these injuries, she was most likely to have bled to death. Right, okay. Pretty gruesome. Yeah. Um, now, the FBI, <laughs> our friends across the yeah across the Atlantic, have actually got a European branch, apparently. Oh, that's handy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so FBI Europe were, were called in on the case, and they created a psychological profile which I think are becoming more and more yeah. reliable now, aren't they? I mean, it's quite remarkable when you... Someone who's quite unhinged, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> it would be my profile. <laughs> so I've actually written down here, the psychological profile pointed to sadistic tendencies. Yeah, <laughs> I'd my, say so. <laughs> my comment here is no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly that. So the FBI put together their psychological profile in 2014 
And then in 2016, investigators still continuing to get to the bottom of this case, consulted with the University of Coimbra, a Professor Duarte Nuno Vieira, who was uh, a Portuguese specialist in forensics and a UN expert in the field of signs of torture of the human body. Oh, okay. Sounds like an interesting job. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? So he confirmed that Catazina was tortured before her death and that her perpetrator was probably trained in martial arts. Oh, okay. Specifically one particular branch of the martial arts, but for reasons of (laughs) not letting the cat out of the bag, they haven't disclosed what that martial art might be. Oh, okay. (laughs) Is there a martial art that specialises in cutting? (laughs) There could be, one with knives or something, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Mm. Uh, I, I don't know, and, and how they deduce from, again, <laughs> the remains, yeah. the remnants that they had of poor Catazina, that they that there's evidence of martial arts. Yeah. I don't know, unless it's something to do with the cuts. Maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah, because I think if you look at that picture, there's a there's a line that goes across the body. Yeah. Um, I've seen it described somewhere as a, as a seam. So whether or not okay. it was sewn together across there and used as sort of like a tunic almost? Well, I guess they'd have had to, because they'd have had to cut it across the body to like get it off, wouldn't they? Because yeah, that's if true. they sort of peeled like a whole face off, but they didn't, did they? So they'd have probably had to kind of cut it to get it off, Yeah, I guess. Ooh. I don't know how, ooh, yeah, it doesn't bear thinking about how you might even... It's even worse, like when you kind of um, get like pork meat and you have to like cut the skin off it. Like that's hard enough. I can't even imagine doing it on like a real life person. But that's that's why I'm not a murderer. That and many other reasons. But (laughs) (laughs) we're not one that skins your victims. No, no, too messy. (laughs) So um, they've got this profile with this in October 2017, which is now 19 years pretty much, after the event, after Catazina went missing. Police arrested a a man called Robert Janszewski. Okay. Now, Robert Janszewski had been a person of interest back in the early days of the investigation in 1999. But again, at the time, they found no evidence to link him to, to the crime. But with the advances in the, well particularly in the psychological profiling, Mm -hmm. um, he seemed to fit extremely well. So some of the features that matched him to the psychological profile were he was trained in martial arts. Okay. He had visited Katazina's grave during that Oh, how do they know that? I don't know. Whether they... uh, Just put the camera up there. I don't know. Well, maybe they just... I don't know, sort of kept a watch on it or something yeah. in the last few years yeah, to yeah. see if he came or, or whatever. He had a her, he had a history of harassment of women. Okay. Um, he had worked at one point in his career in the dissecting labs of a hospital with human oh, bodies. Right. And now this is the clincher. He used to work for the Krakow Institute of Zoology. Okay where he was exposed to the preparation of animal skins. 
Right. So do you remember a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about Marcel Petier, you asked me whether or not he killed the family pet? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> well, this guy, Robert Janszewski, actually killed all of the rabbits at the zoo in, oh one, in one shift. Why? <laughs> because he could. And as a result, he lost his job. He was sat yeah, there fair there enough. On the spot. <laughs> My God. Now, after they'd uh, arrested him, uh, they got a warrant to search his place and they searched his apartment. Now, I have to assume that this is the same apartment that he's been living in all these years. Wow, okay. Um, because, well, unless it was just the apartment that he was living at the time. But anyway, they examined the bath, amongst mm-hmm. other things, and they discovered that there was traces of blood sort of round behind the bath. And they've actually taken the bath out and taken wow. it back to forensic labs and things. From like 19 but, years ago. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, it could have been dried blood that had got down the yeah. back of its seat, That's, down the yeah. back of the bath between the crack. I, I don't know. Wow. Um, so they've got that as evidence. I have no information on whether or not they found any DNA that matches Catazina. Uh, at the moment um, but also there was a letter from a friend of Robert Janszewski that was sent to the police now they will not disclose what was in this letter okay. but it seems quite damning uh, and it was enough to yeah, give them the confidence to arrest him and, wow. and charge him and in fact in 2017 they did charge him with aggravated murder. He is still on remand. Wow. So what, we're coming up to three, four three, years now. Yeah, four years. Uh, and there has still not been a trial date set. Oh, my God. For this. Why? So, they're not gonna... Because I think they're still putting the evidence together, yeah. Jeez. So, really, that's as far as we can go with this story. Because... Wow. Um, there is, there is no sort of conclusion yet, but it's likely that Robert Janszewski did uh, commit this murder and do something with the, the skin. You know why he was a person of interest initially? He In, in this book, mm-hmm. Horrifying True Crime Stories, it does actually say that he knew her. Oh, okay. But where he knew her from, I don't know, whether it was from university how old would he have been at the time of her murder? So he was 52 in 2017. Okay. Yeah. So, early so he'd have been 33 ish, yeah. 19 years before that. And mm. she was 23. Yeah. So, I mean, if he can go to work and kill all the rabbits in one shift, then he can kind of do anything, can't he? Yeah. The notes, the final notes I've got are as of September 2019. Robert Janszewski has not yet been released and investigators are requesting a closed trial. Oh, wow, okay. I guess there'll be quite a lot of interest in it because it's so gruesome. Gruesome. And I guess COVID, like, has put a stop on it. Like, it has a lot of things. Yeah. It could be. Or they're just taking their time (laughs) getting it it organised. So there we go. That's uh, the rather sad and... Wow. harrowing story of of Katazina Zawada. Poor Katazina. Poor Katazina, yeah. Um, there's some horrible points, in, you know, telling her mother to, to wait and to, yeah. uh, 
know, give it time and she'll probably come home. I mean, what, what her mother must have been going through That's and all over Christmas and everything as well. God. And especially how she turned up as well. Like yeah. knowing that, that she wasn't just, she hadn't just been killed. Actually, she'd been like brutally maimed and yeah. tortured. Yep. Pretty Some, rough way to go. Pretty rough. Yeah. And, and the fact that it, may not have been treated very seriously at the time because she was known to have had mental health issues, which today I think, yeah, just 24 years later or 23 years later, we'd find that quite yeah. difficult yeah, to definitely. come to terms with. But, um, yeah, very wow. sad, tragically sad. And, it is sad. Just a gruesome time. Really gruesome. So, and yeah, those photos are grim. Yeah, maybe we'll find out more. Yeah, definitely want to keep an eye on. Keep an eye it? on, yeah. Poor lady, but good job they found that skin on the boat because that could have just been lost, couldn't it? Yeah, I guess at some point it would have just got washed down the river out mm. through the hydroelectric dam that the leg was caught up in in sort of the yeah. area around there. I don't know where the river from... The geography of Poland is not great, but Krakow is, is quite landlocked. So where is it, it on the river? It's on the Vistula. Oh. I think it must then flow all the way north to Warsaw and ultimately into the Baltic. Right, okay. Um, so it'd have had a long way to go. There you go. There we are. So, well, thank you, you very much. Was, <laughs> You're that was very great. welcome. <laughs> and nice I hope bit you don't of have gore. nightmares. Yeah, I'm well. sure I'll be fine. <laughs> so I think we'll leave it there for tonight's sweetheart. Don't have cool. nightmares. I'll try my best. I mean, I love a I love a gory bedtime story. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and for everyone else at home, join us again when next time, Dad and daughter do death. <laughs>